0: Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask that you would speak your word to us, that we would hear your word and it would bear fruit in our lives all to your honor and your glory. So we pray this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Please be seated. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed Jesus. Following Jesus means leaving everything. So God takes the initiative. Jesus, God incarnate, comes to these first disciples and calls them to come and follow Him. God calls. And accepting that call means leaving everything. Now the Bible speaks of God's call to us in different ways at different times, different contexts, but here it is clearly a call that could be refused. The disciples had a choice as to whether or not they wanted to respond to his call and follow him. And in this case, each one of them chose wisely. And we immediately see from the very beginning that accepting the call to follow Jesus means leaving everything. In fact, throughout Matthew's Gospel account, Jesus essentially defines discipleship, following him, as leaving everything to do it. Dropping everything, letting go of everything, and following Jesus no matter what it costs. Leaving what is familiar and secure and safe. Now it does not mean that Jesus always calls each and every person to walk away from absolutely everything in their lives. But it does mean that he might. Everything gets put on the table. Everything gets let go of so that Jesus can use it as he sees fit. Because following Jesus means leaving everything. So this morning, let's look together at the examples of these first disciples as they learn what following Jesus entails. So if you would, turn with me to Matthew chapter 4, which was just read. I hope by now you've learned that when I preach, you should probably keep your Bible out. Matthew chapter 4, it's page 809 in the red Bibles in front of you, if you'd like to follow along. Matthew chapter 4, Page 809. And we will see three specific ways that following Jesus, that leaving everything gets lived out in the life of a disciple. Three ways that we are each called to leave everything as we respond to the call to follow Jesus. So first, following Jesus means leaving everything, so we must repent. We, be, we leave everything behind, as it says, and the first step in that is leaving our sin behind. Look at verse 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Any invitation to follow Jesus that doesn't include the call to repent is not truly following Jesus. Jesus' call to all of us begins with repent. Now repentance is not feeling bad about yourself, but it's an active turning around. Stop what you're doing and do the opposite. How you feel about it is not actually the main point. What you do matters. Repentance is, to use the language of this passage, is leaving darkness for the light. Verse 16 says, The people dwelling in darkness have seen a great light. And for those dwelling in the region and shadow of death, on them a light has dawned. Jesus is that light that has come. He is light from light, as the Creed says. He is the light that has come, and in His presence we are each called to turn away from the darkness and the shadow of death. To turn from sin and repent and follow Jesus. Turning away from sin and turning to Jesus and His way. Choosing obedience and life instead of the way of darkness and death. Following Jesus means leaving everything. So we must repent. Leaving everything so no sin is safe. Jesus calls us to uproot all of it. It means leaving everything, even the sins we actually kind of like. So our culture loves the idea that you owe it to yourself to do whatever makes you happy. I see this all the time in movies, and now that I say this, you're going to see it all the time as well. This constantly repeated theme in our culture in movies and TV. The movie shows uh, someone, especially married to someone else, that they find they no longer love. So the movie shows them and promotes this idea of this person going off to follow their heart, and have an affair with their true love. Because this man makes me happier than that man, I am obligated, I owe it to myself, to pursue that instead and leave my family and have an affair. Or, another variation of that same theme, a man decides he would prefer to leave his family to pursue his dream job. Or whatever it is. This idea that we owe it to ourselves to do whatever it is we've decided makes us happy. Following our heart, doing what makes us happy is the most important. But following Jesus means leaving everything. Even our own preconceived ideas about what will make us happy. Jesus calls us to follow Him no matter what. His way is the way that leads to true happiness and joy. But even if it does not in this life, Obedience to Him, no matter what, is the only real way to follow Him. We will make mistakes, and there is forgiveness, but we need to recognize that following Jesus means leaving everything, even the sins and lifestyles, that we really actually like. Following Jesus involves learning deep in our heart to declare with the psalmist, read today in Psalm 40, to learn in our hearts to declare I delight to do your will, O oh my God. Your law is within my heart. And where we have sinned and where we continue to sin, we must learn to turn away from it in the power of the Holy Spirit, given to us as God's children, and turn to Jesus, living in obedience to Him. The following Jesus means leaving everything, So we must repent. Second, following Jesus means leaving everything, so we will be interrupted. We will be interrupted. See, here are two sets of brothers. There's Peter and Andrew. They're out in a boat fishing. That's verse 18. And then there's another set of brothers, James and John, and they're doing the work of fixing up these long nets that they would use in fishing, fixing them up and getting ready probably after a long night of fishing that's verse 21 and these young men just as a side note they were probably teenagers just as a reminder that Jesus's disciples were probably late teenagers youth ministry matters quite a bit but these young men are working they're doing the family business and Jesus comes along and just interrupts all of it Jesus's call interrupts their plan and their work and their career And you could imagine them saying, not now, Jesus, can't you see we've got work to do? But following Jesus means leaving everything. And he knows what is most important. And Jesus apparently has no problem at all interrupting our work to call us into his service. Henry Nouwen, the Roman Catholic uh, priest and author once told of a professor, a co worker of his, a professor that he knew, that once said to him, I have always been complaining that my work was constantly interrupted until I slowly discovered that my interruptions were my work. See, Jesus is perfectly happy to interrupt our life plans, to interrupt our work, to interrupt our sermon preparation to invite us into His work. God has interrupted lucrative careers, calling people into the mission field. God has interrupted clearly laid out education plans to call people to serve Him as clergy. God has interrupted people living in comfortable houses and called them to inner-city neighborhoods for ministry. God has interrupted comfortable churchgoers calling them into leadership roles that costs them time and energy and draws us out of our comfort zone. God has interrupted peaceful quiet homes as he calls people to become foster parents and adoptive parents. God has interrupted people's desire to marry and called them to remain single because he wants to use them in specific ways. God apparently has no problem at all interrupting our plans and calling us into His. And because following Jesus means leaving everything, we must be open to His interruptions and follow where He leads. Following Jesus means leaving everything. So we must repent, and we will be interrupted. And third... Following Jesus means leaving everything so we can join Him. Following Jesus means leaving everything, leaving sin, leaving our right to comfort, leaving our right to be uninterrupted and control our own own time. It's leaving everything, turning away from that. And in leaving everything, we are then invited positively into something. Into his work in the world. And these disciples left everything in order to follow Jesus, and they were being invited into the very center of God's work in the world, into the center of God's kingdom just being unleashed into the world. We are called out of other things so that we can be called into Jesus' mission. Jesus says, Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Come follow me and join in this mission. Leave that and join me in my mission. Following Jesus means leaving everything so that we can join him. It's important to note that the first recorded action of Jesus in his ministry is to call together... A group of committed followers who will join him in a total lifestyle change to follow, through, follow him throughout the rest of his ministry. For the rest of the Gospel account, we don't just read about Jesus, but we read about Jesus and the disciples. Where he goes, they go. And the events are no longer just about the coming Messiah, but also about the community that Jesus creates and builds. And this community, the church, is from the very first words of Jesus to these disciples, the church is to join Jesus in his mission. It's not about feeling comfortable in beautiful buildings, but it is the call to share the gospel and live the gospel with Jesus so that many will come to faith in him. It's the call to be fishers of men, to draw more and more people into relationship with Jesus, that those who are far from Jesus but near to us may hear and know the good news of Jesus. So as one writer put it, whoever you are, whatever your profession, whether preacher or plumber, teacher or technician, hotel maid or hospital orderly, discipleship means that we place as the priority of our lives, joining with Jesus in reaching our daily world with the good news of life in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever you are, following Jesus means leaving everything so that we can join him in his mission. Now, the challenge is that joining Jesus in his mission is hard. And we have the tendency, personally and as a congregation and the wider church, we will have the tendency to drift away from mission, away from outreach, away from evangelism, into caring primarily for ourselves. A man named E.V. Hill once preached a seminary message in chapel in which he stated that the church over the years has struggled with the temptation to be, quote, Keepers of the aquarium instead of fishers of men. To focus primarily on ourselves instead of Jesus' mission to others. And yes, of course, we need to take very seriously growing and deepening our own relationship with Jesus. But if we do that while neglecting the call to reach others, then we're not actually following Jesus. Jesus' call is to join Him in His mission. Following Jesus means leaving everything so that we can join Him. So here at Holy Cross, we've been actively creating ways that you can be involved in mission. Reaching outside of our walls to join Jesus in drawing people to Him. So for example, last week we shared with you about a new program that we have coming up later this year called Families Count. So our Anglicans for Life team is coordinating a state-approved parenting class, which is a required step for families being reunited in the foster care system. And this is an open door that we as a church have to share the gospel and to join Jesus in his mission of bringing healing and restoring families. Another way that we live this out is one of our commitments here at Holy Cross is to give away a lot of our resources to ministries outside the walls of our church. Ministries that are doing good gospel, godly ministry that they can do better than we can. And we partner in this way with godly organizations and missionaries. And last year, we gave away from our budget over $130,000 dollars. And that doesn't even include the extra giving that we did throughout the year. It was probably over 150 total. And you were a part of that. Over the next two weeks, I especially encourage you to be here for church. I encourage you to be here every week. But I especially encourage you to be here next week because uh, for the next two weeks because over the next two weeks we will have two guest preachers who are absolutely passionate about mission. So next Sunday, we will be joined by an Anglican bishop from Brazil, a man who is mission-minded and passionately committed to Jesus' work in the world, and I encourage you to be here for that. And then the following Sunday, February 9th, we will celebrate World Mission Sunday, and we will be joined by a missionary from the Middle East. Trust me, you'll want to be here for that and learn what God is doing in the world. We will not be able to live stream that sermon for a variety of reasons, and he will also be leading a spiritual growth class between the services that week. You will definitely want to be here, and we will not be able to post it online, so you definitely want to be here. Trust me. Following Jesus means leaving everything so that we can join him and his mission in the world. So church, as we see from the example of these first disciples that Jesus called, we see that following Jesus means repenting of sin. It means that we will be interrupted from our plans. And it means that we are then invited in to his mission in the world. We are not left to the monotony of comfort and and quiet, but we are invited into the world-changing and life-transforming mission of Jesus. Let us not be fooled that following Jesus is easy. It means leaving everything. Leaving our sin as we repent, leaving our plans as we are interrupted, and leaving our comfort as we join Jesus in His mission. So as Jesus said to these first disciples, he says also to you, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. So may we each hear and respond well to his call. Amen.